Welcome back. Episode 15, the Bluegrass Race Hub. This week, in addition to myself, Alex Healy, driver of the number 97 in the truck and the cup series with differing results. Also got the HMFIC, Jason Collins, and the biggest, burliest, beardiest man that we could have drug in off the streets, Mr. Cody Anderson himself. What's up, everybody? It's me, your boy, JC. We are back once again. Uh, episode number 15, right? Is that what you said we're on? 15? If the big one five. The big one five. O- uh, almost old enough to have our driver's permit. So, uh, Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself. Go ahead, uh, throw out your truck number and uh, series and all that. Like, tell people who you are, my man. Uh, driver of the WJM number 17 truck. Uh, first came in this season uh, heard of it from Ron Morris the driver of the number 76 in Trucks and Cup brought a couple of us other WM drivers over see what it was like uh, been racing since about beginning of last year so far I'm enjoying the league and all that waiting to see how the rest of the season goes Good, good. Um, so, Coda was this past week. We had some uh, interesting uh, turn of events. Uh, go ahead and take us into that, Alex. Uh, let us yeah. know what you... Yeah, so from uh, from where I was standing, obviously, I, I picked myself to win last week, last week, despite starting all the way in the back. I was... Uh, I was hoping on Jason for getting me for getting to give me that EOL right at the end of the race, but nevertheless, he he did his job and put me all the way in the back. Um, the most of the action, first ten laps for me at least, because I had to navigate through traffic. I think uh, so. I think in practice, I put down the second quickest lap time. Um, I can't remember who was fastest. It escapes me. Uh, Radburn. Radburn was faster than me in practice. So I, I kind of had my crosshairs fixed on him. Um, was able to work through the field at at the, the rate that I wanted to. My whole goal was to be inside the top 10 by the stage, and I was able to accomplish that. Unfortunately, along the way, I got into the number 24, 24. truck. I don't know who Sean that Kaiser. is Sean Kaiser and uh he I, I spun him it was at the end of the the long straightaway I, I locked him up I was trying to I was trying to push my pace too much and I tried to shorten up the the braking zone before I really had good heat in the tires and everything and missed it probably by about 10 feet and got into him and I got through there, but unfortunately, I picked up some front damage on the truck that I never really had time to fix. And by the time I was able to navigate into striking distance, I just didn't have the pace. And I could tell it was going to be that way because at the restart after the stage, I didn't have that that crazy pace I had in practice and everything. Um, but all in all... Um, I'm biased because it's one of my favorite tracks. I, I had a blast, and, and I'm hoping at least some other people did. I know that road racing, and, and especially Coda, isn't everyone's cup of tea. 
uh, the, obviously the racing is it couldn't be more different than what we usually do. Uh, strategy is much different. You don't have cautions to save you. Um, you got to figure out what you're going to do around the stage. Um, I think I I ultimately pitted on laps seven and didn't come in at the stage. I know a lot of guys followed that strategy, and then there were also some guys that were pitting on like lap two and pretty much every lap from lap two up to when you close the pits so at lap eight there there was at least somebody pitting on every lap which i i thought was i'll say i thought it was interesting i I thought there were maybe a lot of people that hadn't strategized for a road course before necessarily and it might have cost them some positions mm-hmm. um but but overall i i like i said i had it i had a blast i i finished p4 i know uh Peyton earned the dub and and rightly so he was super fast. I've got to I got to pull up these results and and give everyone their due credit cuz I was I don't I don't want to say I'm surprised cuz I don't want to sell these guys shorts of on their ability but I know that there are just a lot of guys that mm. like I said this is just not what they like to do but but Peyton obviously got the win. Uh Jeremy Vaughn was right behind him. Jeremy actually had the the fastest lap of the race and Radburn, mm. as I mentioned, he, he was P three and then followed by myself and, and two of my flex teammates, Wes Wigan and Daniel. And then we get back to our boy, Cody Anderson, got him a P seven there. I know, uh, we talked about it a little bit, um, leading up to the race and he was asking me about lap times. Cause he, I had heard that he'd been practicing a lot. So I was, I was happy to see Cody have a good showing too. Cause it's, uh, when when you work your ass off to try ha- try and have a good showing at a a track like this that's so different it's even if you're not winning just to see some result from it where you're you're above the guys that you you know don't like the stuff and they didn't really care to try and get good at it for us because they they dislike it so much yeah to work that hard at it you know you want to have a good finish and Cody um was actually at- in my opinion, he he had an opportunity at one point to run with uh, Peyton and Jeremy. He was right there with them. Uh, prior, I think it was just prior to the stage, and then after the stage, got caught up in a little slow traffic. Seems like. Um, go ahead and give us your your take on on that Coda race from your perspective, Cody. Well, that's all the guys at WJM. We went into that. I think Ron was the only one who wasn't on the same strategy as Fernando, Drew, and I. The three of us, we did not pit before the stage break. We ran the whole stage on one tank of fuel. And I think Fernando's the one that came out the best with fuel mileage. That's, I was telling them, as we were coming around for the caution for the stage, I'm shutting my truck off right at the line and coasting that whole front stretch. And I think Roger had told me, cause he was up in race control with you. He jumped in my truck after the stage and he was seeing how much I was shutting it off and turning it on just to make it back. Pitted for the stage. I think I came back out P eight P nine, mm-hmm. but once I seen everybody who stayed out, I was kind of figuring I was going to be right around there coming back out and then got caught up in some slow traffic and there was an, incident into one of the hairpins that kind of slowed me up a little bit more but kind of call uh, 
how close were you on fuel getting to the stage? Because I considered doing that, and I, I didn't think I could pull it off. I had 0.4 laps left. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not, and, it's not bad. And when Peyton and Jeremy pitted, I seen how far out I was in front of them, and I had Fernando. He was five seconds behind me, and then on their fresh tires, they just caught me too quick, and I couldn't keep up with them because I needed to save fuel. Yeah. Yep. And in the trucks, particularly, I can't speak for the Xfinity series, but the tires go quickly. Like yes. after, I, I would I'm say after, Xfinity. yeah, after about seven laps, like it is. It's like ice the entire, yeah, like yeah. you, the truck can come around when you're going 30 miles an hour, not on throttle. It'll just, it'll just go, which actually did happen to me at the end of the race. Luckily I was far enough ahead of whoever was behind me. I didn't lose a spot, but I was at a, a 360 going like 35 miles an hour. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that yeah. happen. <laughs> so do you all feel like that Coda was, uh, Pretty good week for both of you, then. Kinda. I, I didn't do <laughs> what I set out to do. I'm. I'm not going to tell you I'm mad about finishing P4, and, and I think I might have had a better shot at it had I not had all that front end damage because the once I took fresh tires, it, the truck never felt the way it did at the beginning of the race, and obviously I really wanted to to win that one, but at the same time. Uh, P4 is a good points finish, and I I think I got a stage point or two as ninth or tenth at the stage. So it's it's hard to be mad at that. All things you considered. were not in the stage ninth. Okay, so I mean, uh, it turned out to be uh, kind of a wild race for um, all three series, and from my perspective, from race control. Seems like you know we had some incidents there uh, pop up. Uh, one of those being an uh, incident with you on lap two. I know uh, mm-hmm. we d- we discussed it a little bit there. Um, you want to kind of bring us in and let us know. We I see I see you're locking the truck up hard, trying to avoid everything you possibly can. Yeah. Um, kind of walk so, us through that. Yeah. So, like I said, my my whole goal was to be in the top 10 by the stage because obviously i had a long way to go and and not to disparage any of these other guys but i know that they're not road racers by trade they don't it's it's not something they're interested in i i get it that's fine but when when you're like me and like i said i I set the the second quick lap in practice and Mm. you're you're navigating through guys that are you know 10 seconds off of your pace some of these guys and the 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 breaking points some like if i try to stay in line like i'm i'm breaking 100 meters before i normally would in in some scenarios and for that right there i knew at the hairpin a lot of times i can just outbreak these guys because they're going to break early and i pushed the envelope a little too far and obviously i was locking them up there and i was trying to modulate the brakes somewhat to keep them from locking up and they, they i ended up locking them up there kind of towards the end of it when i got into uh kaiser 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 yeah and uh it it's an unfortunate 
thing. And like, I was, I wasn't out to, I, I, I didn't want to race those guys at all. I just, I didn't ever want to see him again. Basically. I, I was just trying to check boxes off and get into position to where I could be around at the end of the race to, to try and get the result I was after. So I, I don't think that they would think it's malicious. I know maybe the, the person that protested me, I, I don't think he's a big fan of some things I've I've said on the podcast in the past, and that I think that might have played a role in it since he he wasn't really involved in the incident. But it, be it as it may, I, I got into a guy and I got protested, and the the panel found me guilty of my crime. So now I am on probation for another two races, so I get to figure out how to go through the field some more. <laughs> and, and so, kind of, I want to break it down what why it ended up being a, another two week probationary period is basically uh, there was no caution brought out. So if there what if we would have been on a ro- uh, regular oval instead of a road course and the yeah. caution would have came out, then obviously it would have been a, a step up on the probation level. But since there's no caution, it was uh, aggressive driving resulting in a wreck at the end of the day, you know, still penalty, still two more weeks, but um, yeah, We'll live. We'll live to fight another day, and hopefully, I didn't pit and make any more enemies because it seems like I got plenty of them at this point, despite my best efforts. So, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. So, I'm gonna kind of segue into something real quick that I put towards. I, I know it's like down there on topic four, but I want to kind of segue in because I want to make sure, like, I, I feel like people are probably listening the most right now. Um, we probably, I don't know if everybody listens the whole way through or not, but I feel like people probably yep. listen the most right now. One of the things that I want to talk about is protesting in general. Now the protests are there for really egregious, intentional stuff that you think could potentially be intentional stuff like that. We're, we're way overboard with protests guys, way overboard. We, some of the shit is just racing. It's racing. All it is hard racing. Um, there's going to be wrecks. There's going to be stuff happening. Now, it, it's you know, it's just becoming where it's more. It's a lot more work, more time that I have to put in. It's more time that other the committee has to put in. It's more time that I have to try to track down all the guys and get all the r- reports and answers. And it, it's too much. We got to back. We got we got to dial it down a bit. Some of this shit has to be policed by the drivers themselves. You guys have got to figure it out on your own on the track. And this is not me saying go out there and just plow through and wreck people. That's not what it, what I'm saying. There are ways though and every racer knows this and if you act like if you pretend you don't then you don't need to be on the track cuz there are ways you can pay people back without wrecking them, without dumping them, without destroying them. Stuff there's there's ways. You know, it, if you're not familiar with the ways, you can watch me in about three weeks and I'll show you. <laughs> and and there, there are ways that you can do these. Uh, you know, you give a guy moving a guy is not is different than wrecking a guy. And that's kind of another issue that we had with in the Cup Series. We'll touch base on that later. But when you you can move somebody and not wreck them like and when i say move them you know maybe you got them a little loose okay so they or you slide them up the track you f- use eight wheels instead of four there are ways and it's all it's just racing now is it 
clean, hard racing? No, it's dirty. I mean, but there are are ways, you know, you can get, you know, some sort of, um, like you feel like you've got retribution in a way. I don't want to say payback. I feel like payback's a dirty word. Yeah. Go Uh, watch uh, Denny Hamlin at Gateway. Yeah. I mean, it's it's dirty, but it was inside of the rules. If that, (laughs) and that's the thing, you have to play within that sandbox. That sandbox Mm -hmm. is there for you to play in. You figure it out. Drivers need to do more, more policing on, uh, of, of themselves and a better job of just handling stuff on their own. Uh, it's like, it, to be honest, what it feels like is it's, you feel like you're dealing with children and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. I'm just being straight up with you. It feels like you're coming to a teacher and you're tattling on somebody or you're going, daddy, uh, my sister pulled my hair, whatever, you know, it's that, that's what it feels like. And that's essentially what it has become at this point because it's, it's just insignificant contact insignificant stuff that's going on that's being protested you know meanwhile we have other rules being broken uh due to you know like comms rules for instance are being violated and that's got that's got to stop i've i've got one jason that i because i don't like to tell on people i haven't but I swear to God, the next time I see one of you on the track when we're in the driver's meeting, I'm telling on you every time from now on. <laughs> yeah. Every that, time. It's a simple rule. And it's because it, it's distracting to everyone. It's hard to hear. Um, there, there's, you know, it's it's a rule. It might be, a, you might think it's stupid, silly, whatever, but it's a rule. Yeah. And and rules are there for a reason. Rules are there to, to guide us. Rules are there to keep us in our bounds. Rules are there, uh, and I'm a you know I try to follow the rule book to a T, and I've been lenient the first few weeks because I know we got a lot of new people, and I appreciate the hell out of everybody, and I want everybody to stick around and enjoy the the season, enjoy the league and, and the racing. But if you guys can't figure it out on your own, then what what comes next? The hammer. It's going to get bad. The hammer's coming. I'm telling you. The big bonk is coming. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure Alex can tell you, it's whenever I have to get involved, things aren't pretty. Yeah, th- This ain't my first time eating penalty shit. All right? <laughs> right. And it ain't, it's not fun, uh, especially if you if you truly think you're competing for a championship to you know, like, like I'm about to have to do start four races from the back. And I, I view myself as competing for the championship this season. And this is not, if, if I hadn't put myself in that position, I might be sitting here with a a win at Dakota and who knows what else these, these next two weeks. So it it sucks, but that's part of it. You're sitting P4 in points. So obviously, I mean, you're, it could be worse. It could be worse. But what I'm saying is you obviously are competing because you're in that, that mm-hmm. t- upper echelon, you know. Uh, well, <clears throat> and we, we don't talk about the guy n- enough, apparently, of what I've heard, but I'm trying to be the anti-Keith. I'm trying not to be too cocky about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well. <laughs> we'll talk about him at the, in, the, in the next couple segments, though. <laughs> that sounds like a good segue into the Xfinity series. What do you think? I, well, I let's can't cover think of a points. better one. Let's cover points real fast yeah. in trucks, and then I'll move over. So yep. 
Right now, uh, Wes Wiggins is leading points. Wes is team, team rocking flex, it, baby. man. So he we've is, got three. He is consistent as it gets. Three flex guys in the top four, dude. Three in the top four. So you got Wes, then you got Peyton, who just moved up three spots. Then you got Bobby, who dropped a spot. You stayed even kill in P4. <clears throat> Lucas dropped two spots. Lucas Lyons. Cody moved up a spot. Kostritza down a spot. Colbert up four. So he's P8 now. Sean Kaiser down uh, one. Scroggins down one. Tied with Cody for 10th. So things are heating up. Um, and, and that brings me into another little thing I got to talk about real quick is drivers potentially losing automatic bids because we have one driver that's outside the top 16, two drivers outside the top 16, which Jeremy and Taylor. So Jeremy has ran all six races, but Taylor has missed two races already. If Taylor misses two more races, he loses his automatic bid for the playoffs. So make sure if you're listening to Taylor, you don't want to lose that automatic bid. So make sure you don't miss more than four races. If you miss, if you don't run at least 10 races of the regular season, 14, you lose your bid. So just, just keep that in mind. Also, I don't know if this is a rule I'm asking and you'll inform people. I'm sure. Um, I know in NASCAR, if you have a win, but you're outside the top 30 in points, then you're, you're not automatic. You got to be inside the top 30. Do we have anything similar to that? That's the kind of what we have with the 10 of 14. Okay. I don't, I don't think that anybody can be in the top. Uh, it'd be pretty I mean, hard to get outside the top Dutch 30. Taylor's 31 I mean, right now. So if Taylor, well, you know, <clears throat> I guess it's because we have so many drivers this season. I don't, there's yeah. not something that's, you know, if here's the way I go though, if we don't have a rule for it, we go by NASCAR. So that's in the cook. you heard it here first. That's that's so technically, I guess Taylor would be out right now. If he's 31st. Mm-hmm. So he needs to, he needs to get some points and, and move up. So if, if we don't have it written in stone and it gets brought up, we, we default to NASCAR. I like it. Everyone knows now we have videographic evidence of this message. It's your Absolutely. fault if you didn't listen to us because you know we're entertaining. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go ahead and round out points. Uh, I know we don't talk about everybody a lot, but all the way back to 13th, man. 205, 203. So look at this. So 271, and then it's what Wes has leading, right? And then it's 266, 258, 251, 243, 241, 231, 234. I'm sorry, 229, 214, 212, 206, 205, 203, 190. I mean, the points are tied, dude. All the way back to the 16th guy, which is Brian Terry. Hats off to Brian, by the way. Good job. He's uh, got a one point lead um, over Jeremy, but Jeremy is locked in. So that bumps Brian back out. Sorry. Sorry, Brian. Congratulations, but also sorry. Congratulations, but. <laughs> Congratulations at the same time. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, stopped with Cody Verrill being tied for P10. P12, Dan Worthington. Uh, Tyler Evans, he dropped a spot to P13. Dustin Reinstedel, our resident piss missile, uh, is in 14th. I, I vote to start calling him the piss aisle. <laughs> I like that. I saw your. Yes, I like that. I saw it in the in the fantasy thing. Um, and just so everyone knows, he's not mad 
that that's no, his he nickname. He I just care. can't call him that on posts because on he shares Facebook, it right. yes. for his school and stuff. So, but and otherwise, piss missile. It's piss good. missile for the pistol. Pistol for the win. Pissile for the win. <laughs> All right, Alan uh, Duranco is in fifteenth. Brian Terry, like I said, sixteenth, but technically he's outside the playoffs as well as Duranco is currently. Um, if Peacock gets inside the top 30, if, if Peacock gets inside top 30 and doesn't miss any more, uh, more than four races, um, Jeremy Vaughn, 17th, Osborne, 18th, Fernando, he moved up five spots. Hell of a, hell of a big come up right there. That's a big move up. Barrett Morton, uh, Barrett. So Barrett was apparently wanting a provisional last week. um, so he may end up, his points may end up being higher, but he's currently in 20th not, minus nine spots because of that. Ronnie Shirk also missed last week. Ronnie's now missed two races as well. Um, so my, my fellow Bengals fan, he, he's apparently, apparently Tyler Evans is too. So who day motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, where was I at? <laughs> Ronnie Shirk, Drew Prohl, twenty yeah. second. Ron Morris uh, moved up three. CJ dropped eight. He's missed two races already. And then you start getting down here. Adam Lang, he's out uh, for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, Adam had a he was re- he was looking good, man, because he's uh, only ran three races and he's just eight points behind CJ, who's ran four races uh, and. Behind Ron, seven points behind Ron, or nine points behind Ron, who's ran four races, you know, so or five races. So, unfortunately, I, I hate it that he had to drop out, but due to work, but things happen. Life is more important than I racing. Uh, Michael Cole is in twenty six. He's up up six positions. David Brackett dropped uh, six positions, and he's in twenty seventh. George Gibbs twenty eighth. Mark Gilbert twenty ninth. Will Weber up four in the 30th position. Taylor's in 31st. Woody's in 32nd. He missed the race also. Dropped three spots. Aaron Jackson dropped three. He's missed the last two. John Valentine dropped one. Um, Derek Puckett is in 35th. Justin Holt, 36. Bentley McFarlane, 36. And then Gary Zorski just signed up, so he missed the first four races. So he can't miss anymore. Uh, and he's in P38 at the moment. Uh, and then it gets down into the guys that aren't part of the series. They're just kind of yep. floating around. So now it's Xfinity time. Now we move on. All right, guys, we're going to talk about the Xfinity series now. Um, your resident, uh, Mr. Awesome, uh, Mr. Better Than Everybody, Mr. 7,000 Dirt Eye Rating, Keith Hackney pulls out the win. Um, Let him go. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Awesome uh, pulls out the dub. Uh, let's see. Impressive showing. I, I did not expect it out of him. Well, I'll tell you what. He struggled already in the Xfinity Series for most of the season. Uh, looked good at Pocono. And then, you know, him and Lancaster had their little run in. And uh, that kind of kind of messed up Pocono for him. And then he's kind of struggled a little bit ever since then. You know, he, he unfortunately, Lancaster beat him to multiple wins. Like, I mean, 
uh, it's looking like you know to see it. Lancaster's <laughs> got it got one up on him right now. So it, it's unfortunate, but you know Hackney gets his first win in in uh, Xfinity. Like I said, he did lead sixteen laps. Uh, Radburn l- led eleven laps. Um, Alex Pinfish. What, uh, what what? So I didn't get to watch the race. What happened to Radburn to? put him back to p8 because he led 11 laps he he didn't uh stay out so they strategy got him kind of put back a little bit um he he stayed out to win the stage won the stage i believe let me double check that i'm about positive he did though yeah he did he won the stage yeah while you're checking that which I, i touched on a bit in the truck series as far as guys not necessarily understanding road course strategy. Um, the one tip I would give you without just straight up telling you what to do, because that doesn't apply every race, um, watch Hendrick Motorsports at road courses. That it's That's real. That's how I base my strategy, basically. So just watch what they do. Yeah, well, <laughs> Indy road course is hardly a road course. It is a, a parking lot with straightaways. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex Penn had a really good run on Tuesday in the Xfinity cars. He was up front most of the night, led three laps. Um, he he had a zero X. Pretty damn good. But yeah, so he stayed right there with uh, Radburn. He was running P2 with to Radburn at the stage. Uh, Keith was P3 at the stage. Blake was P4. Silvers was P5. Lancaster or Robert Michael Robinson was P6 at the stage. Michael's come up, man. He's making a, he's doing big things, dude. He's he's my making, guy, dude. That's he, my guy. And I've never even talked to this dude, but like I'm his number one fan. He's he's <laughs> making moves. Like he may not have finished that great at at the end of the race. He finished P13, but like as far as actually running well and stuff, he qualified P4. Uh, ran P5. P6 up to the stage. Lancaster was P7. Kyle Mays was 8. Mo Abbott was 9. Bryce Hunter was 10. Uh, Mo again with a top 5. Once again, Mo's on, it. Mo's on it this season, boys. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, he's coming for it. Um, but so Penn ends up getting P2. Silver's got P3. Kostritsa P4. Mo P5. Adam P6. Robert Malikian, P7, 27th to 7th, by the way. 27th to freaking 7th. That's way to go, Robert. Really good shit, man. Uh, win 26th to 4th as well. Radburn, uh, yeah, yes, John did a really good job. Radburn was 8th. Fritz was 9th. Jim was Jim Ott was 10th. Um, so those guys did a really good job. Uh, and an honorable mention, Tony Iverson, my boy Tony, just had a newborn. Uh, just got his triple set up. My boy Tony goes out and rocks a P11. Hell of a job, Tony. Good, jo- good job, man. Proud of and you, buddy. Every, every time we mention Tony, I am obligated to tell you that I only refer to him as Tony Allen Iverson of the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> he is the answer. <laughs> and yeah, so hats off to that guy. We had a really good turnout for the Xfinity series. We had 35 guys start that race. I know Justin Winters got sick uh, during the race, had to drop out. That was one thing that happened during the Xfinity series. He ended up getting um, car sick, I believe. Um, So he ended up having to leave. I I believe they said he threw up on himself during the race. Uh, 
So that that's no good. Who, that's no fun. Who who'd you pick to win this, Jason? Mm. It's my pick. I I missed all of mine. I, I, I don't believe. remember. Honestly, I, don't remember. I wasn't sure if you picked Keith or not. Mm, I don't think any of you picked Keith. No. I Roger picked didn't pick him. I picked Jason Bridges. Thanks for the 18 laps I down, Blake. buddy. I, I picked Blake. That's who I picked. Never mind. I picked Blake Hensley. Jason struggled in the Xfinity car. He struggled in the truck and the Xfinity cars. He yeah. had a rough night in both series, but, you know, kind of sort of turned it around in the Cup series, but we'll get into that. Um, yep. So Xfinity, like I said, was uh, pretty solid. I mean, there were there were... S- Little bit of bumping and wrecking and shit going on, but for the most part, it, yeah. it was it was so we had more off track incidents, I think, than anything. Um, Which uh, I I didn't touch on this in trucks, but I was just going to call out our our incident leader in Xfinity series, uh, Bryce. You twenty six incidents that hurt you, just like the Chiefs are going to be hurting next week. Um, <laughs> in the truck series, though, uh, we found out a couple laps into the race that we didn't have an incident limit. Which and I didn't, I didn't take that. advantage of, but there were several guys that had like 40 incidents because <laughs> they were just using every inch of real estate, which I was too scared to because I was like, what if what if there actually is an incident limit? And yep. Yeah, I don't know how it got turned <laughs> off, but I made sure to turn it on for yeah. uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's my fault on that. But definitely somehow I got turned off. Um, I, I don't. There wasn't really anything that stood out to me other than, like I said, uh, Mr. Hackney getting his first win um, comes out and does it on a road course. So uh, apparently he says he's coming for y'all. I'm just going to go and tell you guys. He says he's coming for everybody in Xfinity and Cup. He says he's... He ain't playing. He said he's done playing. He said he ain't been practicing like he did last season. So apparently he said he's going to start practicing now. So y'all are hurting, um, man. And that's his words, not mine. I'm just telling, I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me, shoot him. Um, apparently, uh, you know, he couldn't motivate himself and hear a little me motivation from me and Matt Grenier. So let's see. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the meme, let's see. We talked about that the other day. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but he posted it in, uh, post race fights. Well, yep. a little chicken shit deleted it to begin with, and I, I see, I, I see everything in the, and I see everything. Soft. It don't matter if you delete it or not; I still see it, and I can see it too. Yep, <laughs> yep. I can as well. <laughs> so, I told him, I said, uh, "That's freaking hilarious! Why'd you delete it, pussy?" Well, he ends <laughs> up posting it back, and let's just go over it. It's the Zoolander, uh, and what's the other guy's name? Hansel. I, I can't remember. Dude. I think it's I think it's Hansel or something. Hansel. I, I, that seems right. And uh, obviously, that's played by what's his name, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Ben Stiller. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Ben, yep. So uh, it's pretty funny because he has Zoolander on the left, and it's like the guy that's been dominating for the last five weeks, and then on the right, the seven thousand I rating guy that comes in and blah blah blah, whatever it was, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. what he said? Yep. 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 It sure was. And, so should we uh, talk about the cup race? <laughs> well, hold on. Where's it at? I want to go over points real fast. Yeah, we do let, that. Let's hit let, let, let me points. let me let me hit this and then we'll move in the cup. 
All right, your boy James Silvers is currently points leader. Uh, he he dethroned Jim Ott. Jim was sitting on top. Uh, he's six points ahead of Jim right now. Third is Kyle Mays, who also dropped the spot. Um, but he's only 13 points out from the lead and only seven out from Jim. Adam Lancaster sitting in P4. Sorry. Adam is uh, 247, but he's got two wins. Uh, Adam says that he should be uh, a lot higher up in points, but his his points penalty, uh, he got a 10-point points penalty. Plus, he had like three races where he got um, passing under yell penalties. And uh, so he, he believes he's probably lost about 50 points or something like that. Um, Real ouchie, bro. Yeah, so he thinks he's lost about fifty points or so, based on uh, the simple fact that he got he had those three bad races, um, but he's had two good ones, he got those wins. So, and then Sean Kastritza is up to top five. Uh, Michael also moved up one spot; he's in six. Michael Robinson seventh is Jordan Slater. Scott Fritz moves up three to eighth. Uh, Blake Kinsley and Robert Malikian are tied for ninth. Robert moved up three. Nathan Mascroft dropped six to P11. Uh, Radburn is up five to 12th now. So uh, Rad's had a rough season, boys. Rad's been uh, struggling, but uh, one good one good finish at a road course gets him into up into the top 12. Tyler Evans drops four down to 13th. Jeremiah Hobbs also drops one to 13th. Mo Abbott up five more uh, with only four races under his belt. Uh, he moves up five more spots into the 15th position now. So uh, Alex Penn moves into your 16th position with uh, plus 11 with his showing. Uh, Jason Anderson is 17th with uh, a win. So he's technically still in as Alex is out. Uh, as well as Keith with his one win moves, uh, you know, he's locked in. So Mo is out, um, as of, as of right now, uh, Alan Duranco is in 18th, Greg Carter, 19th, Ryan Chapman, 20th, Keith Hackney is in 21st with that win. Justin Ray's in 22nd, dude, he made the coolest freaking, um, laser shit with a, like a base that has a lot. It's the bluegrass. Wait, wait you said you, the, the laser shit with a base. That's what I'm talking about, Jason. That is, I know it's what a that CNC. Is sure. It's CNC'd. It's a CNC'd. So I was getting ready to explain it. It's the logo. Uh-huh. It's the bluegrass, bluegrass logo, the state of Kentucky, obviously, with the lines, and it's laser engraved, CNC machined. It says 38 Justin Ray bluegrass hour it's freaking awesome dude it's dope it's it's he took the logo the bluegrass logo put it into a cnc it cut it out cut the state of kentucky out did the lines and all that and put bluegrass let me see if i can find a picture of it hold on it's 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 awesome like it was sent to me it was in the i was going to try to grab it but i got removed from the cornerstone discord because people are scared (laughs) apparently that i'm gonna i don't know whatever um but yeah, I, I, I already know. I'm not even gonna say anything because I already. It's it doesn't matter if I'm in there or not. Here it is. Um, Just water under the fridge. Exactly. Here it is. I don't know. Oh, it won't nope. show it. I can nope, not with your background on. Yeah, I can. Oh I can yeah, I can't see it. Yeah, looks pretty neat. That is pretty dope. It's glass. It's uh some either plexi or I, I don't know whatever, but it's got yeah. it's got the engraving, the laser 
CNC etched bluegrass logo. It says bluegrass I racing series. It's got the Chevrolet emblem and 38. It didn't, I thought it had his name on it, but either way it's freaking dope as hell. And it's got a base that lights up. Um, super cool, man. Super, super cool. Would love to talk to Justin some more about and see where he got that, how he did that. And, all that you heard it. You heard it, Justin. You got the call from the big man. Yeah, that that's dumb, time to dude. walk into the office. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Twenty third, Alexander Carr. Twenty fourth, Justin Winters. Twenty fifth, Jason Bridges. Twenty fifth, also tied for twenty fifth, Bryce Hunter. He moved up four positions. Looks like Robert Richards drops down two positions. He's in twenty seventh. Uh, Tony Iverson moved up to twenty eighth. He's uh, plus three. Bobby Mays, twenty um, ninth, plus four. Matthew Campbell, 30th. Brad Gebhardt dropped seven. Looks like he didn't run with us this week. Todd Mays also, he's not ran the last two. Um, so, unfortunately, Todd is in 32nd. Kalman is in 33rd. Brian Terry, 34th. Dylan Merriam, 35th. Travis Twitty, 36th. Scott Hera, 37th. Gen- Chuck Gentile, 38th. Darius is no longer running with us. Uh, apparently, he got a job as something, whatever. Uh, then you got Mike Brisson, Mike Brisson, Chris LeBourgeois, um, all those guys. Yeah. So those, the rest of them, I, I don't know what they're, if they're running or not. So I'm not even going to, going to go through there. All right. That's going to transition us over into the cup. All right. Moving on to cup series and what I think is going to be our most fun segment of the show. If you've made it through, this is your ice cream after dinner, my friends. Um, the Cup Series race at Coda, um, personally for me, I thought it was super fun. I had a blast. I was more proud of my ninth place in the Cup Series than my fourth in the Truck Series because I'm still learning these cars and racing with guys that are I'm not afraid to admit are better than I am the majority of them. Um, but the, the next gen car on a road course is just an absolute treat. Uh, great job NASCAR with this thing. When we bring it to road courses, I love it. <laughs> I think somebody so, else disagrees with you on that. I don't another, another <laughs> Alex, another Alex doesn't seem to think that. Well, you know, I don't think it's the cars that bother him. It is the track. And, you know, I know that he was really frustrated with me during, before the race because I talked a dumpster-sized pile of trash to him. And like I've I've said before, and, and I don't think people have necessarily listened to this part of things, mm-hmm. when I am talking like that, whether it's before a race or here on the podcast, it's not because I don't like you. I, I like Huffy. I've met him in real life. And some of the other guys that I currently have ongoing beef with or, or from their side or whatever, when I say things on here, this is it's for fun. Entertainment. I, I was, dude, I was in the army for seven years. I played football for 15 years. Like, this is how I communicate with my friends. If I take the time to bother to make fun of you or talk a little shit with you, it's because I like you. It means like, I like you. Same here. Yeah. If, if I didn't, if I didn't even 
bother, then like I just I I don't there's there's no one in this entire series and you know people have done some bad things to me. I might have yeah. I might have lost the championship and I I have no ill will with that guy now. It, right. Everything is it, that's in the past, racing's racing. I don't want to say like I know more, but like I've done some of this stuff in real life and I know how racing goes and I know people get hot sometimes. I there's nobody in this league I don't like. I'm truly appreciative of every person that spends their hard-earned money to come out and have fun with us. And Amen. And, and we've said it a million times, the the guys that get hot about it, me included, I I was I wasn't hot, but like we had a, a conversation before the podcast about about my incident and people give a damn. This is something that people care enough about to have a response when things don't go their way. And that yep. that in itself speaks volumes about the league that you formed. I say we a lot, but like this is your league. You ask me to help with something. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you with it. But the, this is your thing. And, and you've, you've done a great job with it. Thank you. But, but to all the, the guys out there, like, yeah, I, I could come on the podcast every week and I could just sit here and say, uh, uh, Alex Huffman finished second. Uh, Keith Hackney finished. Like no one wants to listen to that shit. Let's no. have some fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what and, we're here for. And, yeah, and and another so another component because specifically we're we're talking about the cup race and and Huffman and and our little our little back and forth that was mind games, mind games, and I know that they worked because when I worked through the field like I knew that I would, and I was on his bumper, he went to the pits because yeah. he didn't because he might have thought not that I was maybe I was going to do something unseemly. I wasn't. I just wanted to race the guy, honestly. And unfortunately, he had a disconnection and said that was the only way I was going to beat him. Whatever. His his power <laughs> went out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Power went out. I think a Hurricane Healy came through. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Alex Huffman, if you're listening. We love you, buddy. Don't take this shit personal. We love you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you you do these schemes for guys. You're a heck of a graphic designer. Amazing. But, but this talent. is that's all of the the licking of your balls that I'm gonna do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Cody, you were in the booth with me on Wednesday. Tell yes, us what you remember. I was. Um that's there was a few things that we had come to our attention that I don't know if they should really dwell on it or not, but it was between Bridges and Farmer. Yeah. But I think that's more of a racing incident thing. It, it was it was a dirty thing to do. And, you know, we told Bridges as much, but at the end of the day, hard racing, you're coming to the white. You know, it's a road course. You know, kind of like how I was hard racing in the truck series. <laughs> well, that's in. <laughs> but go ahead, Cody. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to add a point there. But I mean, we also had something with our top two drivers that were running. They had mm, a spicy, incident. yeah, very spicy. And I didn't know to, about this. Kudos oh. to Curtis and Frankie. Those two were putting on one heck of a show up. Front. Bro, 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 bro. How do you not know? 
How do you not? Did you not see I, this? I guess I was too caught up in the. In All right, the, man. Bridges we're coming to light. <laughs> we're coming to light. Three to go, or yeah, some I think it was shit. two or three to go, and three they were to, going through the S's. And they got the the leaders got together. Frankie ended up spinning around. Frankie, yeah, he, Frankie uh, spun around. Oh, dude, I don't. I want to put the replay up and show you now. <laughs> Should we do that? Should we put the replay up on the on the podcast? If if it's doable, I know we've had trouble oh, trying I, to yeah, share stuff. No, on here. I can I can do it. I just I mean, all right. So we got the replay pulled up for you guys, and we want to show everybody what happened. Uh, this is about halfway through uh, lap thirty one. So here we go. This is some of the best racing that you could possibly ask for, and, and I mean. It was phenomenal, dude. You see Twitty got out of the way there. But these guys were all over each other. Um, Curtis was all over Frankie's ass yeah, right here. Right, just right off the bat, like, the lines that Curtis is running, the like, to get by someone, he's, everything I've seen so far, he's done exactly what I would recommend someone to do. He's, he's, building speed on exit he's taking wider lines he's using the entire boundary of the track and i mean running it all the way on the other side of the rumble strips yeah that's it's beautiful and and so here's the thing that's kind of how he was when he was leading he was slow in the corner hard out every single time and you you saw right there frankie made a little little slip up he got a little loose coming out of turn 20 i think Curtis is in his head at this point. All right. Right here. Frankie goes in turn one. Comes out. Makes another little bobble right here. Oh, there yep. it is. They gets Curtis on the outside. Curtis comes around going into turn two. Here is where the contact occurs. Right here in the beginning of the S's. They get together just a little bit. And you see Frankie. He just lost it. That was the end of the race for Frankie, unfortunately. That's, uh, that's just two guys going for the same space. Two guys and going for the same space. Going, exactly. Going through the through the S's. There's there's no literally no other spot on any racetrack that we run that that I would less want to be side by side with somebody than entering the S's. It's, yep. it's by by near side. impossible. Yep. Going and side by side, there's no room for margin. Yep. No, no room and, for error. And I talked to Frankie about it. Frankie asked what my opinion was, and I I, I gave him. I said, "Listen, man." It, sucks all the way around it's very unfortunate it could have been a really 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 good last three laps of the race to the point where we would have you know it, it was it was these laps here were amazing leading up yeah. to it but it really ruined uh, a fantastic finish to the broadcast would, and all that personally from where i'm sitting and with as much racing as i've watched i almost feel like that's on i racing like that bump i don't think should have had that much of an effect on no. Frankie's car personally. Yeah. And the thing is it Curtis Curtis turned a little turned in a little late. Like you said, he did have kind of a later entry into the into the corners. He does give aside Frankie right here as you can see. Um and Frankie turned in a little like what I would consider it was they were both put in a situation, all right, we're about to go into the corner. Who's gonna lift? Who's not going to lift? Yeah. They, it was it's here. It became a chicken, basically. 
Because right there, if Frankie doesn't turn in where he did there, he's never going to make it through the first S. He, he oh. won't even make the first one. He'll be he'll have a slowdown penalty. Yep, I, you're 100% right. I, I, and, you know, go ahead. He either Cody. has a slowdown or he hits that turtle and he just yep. takes both of them out because it's going to yep. shoot that car left. So right, right here you can see Curtis is kind of... Frankie gave him room, uh, and and Curtis used it. Curtis, gave, yeah. you know, definitely used the room. He did turn it like I I do believe he turned in a little late. I mean, I just think it's yeah. hard racing though, man. Hard yeah, racing. That, yeah. I mean, I get like being on the inside where he's at. Like you don't want to come in on that rumble strip to his left because it it flattens out your entry so much. It messes that up. It's, the, it's yeah, it's going to kill your exit, and then it's going to kill the whole second S. Because once you screw, that's the thing about Coda. Once you screw up one turn, you spend the next three to four turns getting back to your driving line. So technical. Yep. It's very technical track, and it's you know. So no one tell me that Coda is for unskilled guys. Don't ever say that to me again. No shit. Don't dude. don't it's, ever say it. It takes a good driver to run just, here. You're just yeah. I get if you don't like it, but. Don't tell me it's not for good drivers. This is a Formula One track, okay? <laughs> and, and you and even, see, but even me coming into this week, I mean, you and I were talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Roger and I, we were ready to not even race because we had practiced so much. Mm-hmm. And I think if we didn't put in the practice, this track has so many different technical portions. You have to be able to nail the technical portion to be good on the speed portions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with, uh, so as far as road racing and NASCAR goes, like the track people think of is Watkins Glen and there's not a more different road course that yes. it's all high speed. There are no slow technical sections. Nope. You don't really have to wait on the throttle that much where Coda is, it's all patience. It's hitting your brake markers because if you don't you're going to be out in the, in the damn grandstands i yep. mean and there there's so much of the track where you're 50 percent throttle or less and you're, you're going 30 oh, 40 50 man. miles an hour and other the other track road courses we run they they just don't have that it, it's so different and part mm-hmm. of part of why i really appreciate it and i think it takes a really good driver to get around it it does and so tell uh you did tell me something the other day that we all were unaware of and there's probably most of the guys in the league are unaware of tell us which car is heavier truck or cup they so we we discussed the me and dave ran a, a cup practice one night i had been only practicing truck i hadn't practiced cup at all so we did a session and we got in there and because i think he did a truck practice with me and he was like man these feel they feel so much heavier than the trucks and i was like i i agree 100 percent. like it feels like it weighs 400 more pounds mm-hmm. they weigh the exact same yep it's the exact same and it doesn't feel like that at all and i don't know why that is the why it feels so different because clear obviously this this car does everything better it handles better it breaks better it excel it has more power everything it's it's more set up for this but i, I don't know if it's the width of the car or the, the I length I, I, I don't know but it, it just feels heavier a- absolutely 
Uh, it, it really does. The car feels uh, a lot heavier than what it actually is, uh, but it's crazy. They weigh the exact same, you know. Um, when you said that, it really it blew my mind that it was yeah. the exact same weight. <laughs> like I was like, "What?" Yeah. So, pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. Um, but we're we're not done talking trash about this. I don't know if you want to leave this up. Um, um, but we got. We can. Uh, we go ahead and give me. We'll just go ahead. Uh, we'll play it one more time. Is I still like you said I just kind of feel like that's on iRacing. It's such obviously, a small bump. Both of them got loose, obviously. Yeah, Frankie just ended up with the worst. Maybe maybe it. there was a, a little more momentum from Curtis in that collision than this camera view really illustrates. But it, it looks like such a small tap. Yeah, and, and maybe it's the location of it. I, it that, was a little more really, momentum than what this camera angle does justice. Yeah, because I think right when it it switches, I, I don't get the the full uh, understanding of how. Like, I guess like his the rear rotated more than you can see when it flips camera angles here. Maybe he was just in the gas more. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's uh, hard to say, man. Hard to say, but uh, super unfortunate. For Frankie, uh, you know, had a really good race going. I really want to see that race play out with without any of this uh, happening. Uh, that brings me up to another question. Do we want to look at the Farmer and Bridges incident as well and kind of dis- dissect that a little bit? Um, I won't explain. stop you. Okay, <laughs> so let's, let's do that. I'm going to get that set up for everybody, and then we'll be right back. All right, guys. So here we are back with the bridges and farmer. Uh, we backed it up a little bit. We're going to show you the about half of the lap. So here we are. Um, they're getting ready to start going down the back stretch. So I'm just going to let this play. Steve Bridges locks it up a little bit right there. It gives farmer an opportunity to really uh, get up on him going down the back stretch. Dave go to the uh, outside and Jason got a massive run out of I don't know where but yeah I was kind of lost on the track until right now now I know where we're at <laughs> your pin yeah, Jason peels off a, a little early there which allows Dave to generate a run off the exit get to the inside here it's uh, able to take up that real estate, force Jason outside. Dave gets a little loose. That's when he slid right across Jason's nose. That camera angle doesn't show you how close it was. You it was close. It was tight. You could have you slid a credit card through there. Um, by this point, I, I would say that Dave has really established his position here. I agree. And working the line, Jason throws it to the inside and... Chewy, buddy. <laughs> and that was uh, what we ended up having happen. And obviously, you know, Dave, uh, I'm sure you all couldn't hear it, but everybody that's on the podcast will be able to hear it. Dave immediately keyed up and was like, what are you doing? You know, and I understand his frustration. I understand why he's upset because uh, it was overdrove so so bad it was such a by a mile such a poor uh, decision 
Uh, I mean, he he was locking up before he made it through the apex. Yeah, and I talked to him about this, and he understands it was you know it wasn't a good decision. It wasn't a good move. It was dirty move, and um, unfortunately, he said the reason that he was even able to be caught was because he was serving fuel because he messed up and pitted a lap too early, and so he was afraid he wasn't going to make it to the end. So he sacrificed a little bit of his lead. Uh, which then allowed Dave to, and then he ca- he started compounding that the fact that he had slowed pace dramatically. Uh, Dave was just hammering, catching him, and Bridges was also making mistakes by compounding, sliding the tires, locking up the tires, several corners and stuff like that. I didn't realize how close Silvers was in all this. Uh, yeah, I'd never focused that, but like <laughs> this, this specific still right here is like, holy moly, that the weight transfer he's about to put on his car entering this turn is not optimal. No. And, and let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go back with it real quick. Boom. Obviously he slowed way down right there, but it was actually a benefit for him because look, there he goes. Yeah. yeah. He, he was clear yeah. of everything. It, it looked like he could see the future. <laughs> and so that's it didn't stop there. So let's let's watch this last this last lap. Um Dave's still on the radio there. Uh chirping at, at Bridges, but Bridges, you know, he did he got the position back, but he makes the he, he continues to make mistakes. Damn damn near every turn and the, this is, it's difficult for me obviously everyone knows that myself and Dave are, are very good friends I I also like Jason a lot Same. I've talked to him a bunch um, which you can't see it in this I did his his paint scheme for this race and and he was super pumped on it uh, I just like the guy a lot and it, it's hard when it's it's two of your buddies that are in this position absolutely and the reason the paint scheme has changed is because Jason's already updated it on trading paints um, and this is what he currently has on his car. So this is what we're getting because um, that's the way Trading Paints works. But, you know, yep. uh, we see Jason lock it up a little bit there, white smoke him again. Which you um, see even right there. So you saw how Dave entered that turn much wider. So that's how he was able to generate this run because Jason at this point is running a very defensive line. Very. It's, cost, it's, it's costing – not only is it costing the speed, but he's also – overdriving everywhere because he, he, he knows he's in for a dog fight and he knows he's already probably pissed this guy off so yep you get that in your mind as well exactly and and i have to say this is some of the best racing that i've seen these last two these this right here this last lap in general is some of the best racing that we had the entire yep. race some of the lines that Dave was taking are just amazing. You could see him, yeah. and I, I gotta say, my hats off to Dave for for remaining calm and not shipping him after this. Yeah, major and, composure uh, as far as like waiting, and and you know he did get back around him, but ultimately, you know he's at sixteen incident count right here was seventeen because I was monitoring it at the time. That was seventeen, so he automatically that's his black flag right there, and then this just compounded it. He locks it up. Jason bumps him. That's a 4X, 21X. Dave falls back to P12. Jason ends up getting a P4. Now, yep. going back to the lap before with the, the incident where Jason overdrove and put it in there like he did, you know, like we said, 
it, poor, poor racecraft um, on his part, and just you know, he understands that you can't drive people like that. Though he knows better, he he said it. He, you know, it was just heat of the moment racing. Uh, he kind of felt like he got slotted a little bit when Dave kind of cut off his nose and didn't really give him room in the next corner after that. And, you know, and it, that's what, you know, it comes down is it, it, it's just hard racing, but I want these guys, you know, to understand that they get, they're going to have to police themselves. I told Jason, I was like, Dave owes you one man, the way I look at it. So, you know, I would be, I'd be prepared at some point to be paid back. Um, so I'll just, I'll just remember that hard racing got me a penalty. <laughs> and and so we, let, let's move on from from this uh topic we'll just leave this up for now um yep. but, but acne struggle yes. so bad yeah. keith you said we didn't talk about you enough well guess what we're going to talk about you cody go you're ahead gonna, and lead us off with this get your wish what with hackney <laughs> I, I was speaking to him with them we were doing some Xfinity and truck practice together. He he put a lot of time into that Xfinity car and it showed when he pulled out the win for that Xfinity. Yep. But he, he said it multiple times. He was not as worried about the cup as he was the Xfinity. Looks like he should have been and worried. Yes. But I mean, <laughs> it came down to it in the cups. He ended up finishing 26, 18 laps down. I think he had a couple spin outs. I think he was to the point he just said, screw this. I'm just going to tally the loss and come back next week. Yeah, he, so, he had two spins that I know of. The second one, he alt-effort it. I, so I, I had a front row seat to both of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were both, I, th- I think both were at the exit of turn one. I think both times. Um, which we all know on a restart, turn one, it's going to be four or five wide, and you just have to have that spatial awareness, extra cautious. And uh, I, I did that at the at the cost of time, and ultimately mm. it benefited me. But I, I, I saw him spin right in front of me at the beginning of the race. He recovered, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he, he's back in the mix. Then we can we can race, and then after the stage same thing um it, it wasn't on the exit it was on the entry, entry. of the s's wasn't it yeah and just up there yep and just looped it and alt afford it or, and we had a little chuckle <laughs> <laughs> oh i can imagine uh actually you know what it was it was out of lap or out of turn two that's where it was almost mm-hmm. the beginning of the s's so mm-hmm but yeah, he looped it and then he just stayed in the gas. I watched him. He kept it in the gas to clear everybody so he wouldn't didn't cause any more problems, yep. which, you know, we do appreciate you doing that to keep it. Props uh, for that. Props keep, for that. Keeping it out of the way. Uh, but yeah, man, you really sucked a big wiener on that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ultimate glizzy gulper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. 7,000 I rating. <laughs> so, but, you know, Keith. We love you, dude. You're a good dude. I, I, I've gotten to know you really well. Um, and I've come to like you as a person um, and as a racer. And you give us a lot of fucking drama. Excuse my of, language. I, I, of all the people trying to keep that, it PG-13. Yeah. Of, of all the people that like I go back and forth with, talking shit and all that, 
he understands. He, I know that he never takes it personally. We nope. have a, a good friendship relationship, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's, it's just part of racing. I know he's, he's done this stuff in real life as well. And it's for me and him, it's all in good fun. And by God, does he add some fun to the league for me? And I, and I'm glad we have him. Yep. Might've not said that about a year ago, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's firmly ingrained in the, in the bluegrass culture now. And we're all better for it for better or worse. <laughs> I'm just glad he came out of his little shell. I mean, and got mm-hmm. to where he was actually willing to talk to us and stuff there for, cause there for a while he wasn't saying jack shit to nobody. And he was like, you know, and then he finally kind of broke broke out of that shell, and now he don't care. He'll tell you like it is. Um, he he's one of the, he's a good shit talker. I will give him credit, but he has. I mean, he's been telling me the last couple of days that you boys better watch out. You boys are in for a, a world of hurt. I think is what he, that's how he put it. Because what, what what am I watching out for? Who? Yeah, that's what he said. He's 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 coming with uh, practice what? and he, all these. What, what number cars. car does he run? I don't even know who this is. And know, right? He he said he's he's putting in time and he's putting in practice from now on. So he he says y'all are in for a world of hurt. You don't even know. You don't even know what kind of pain he's going to bring and cause. And I think that he might be like bringing out the tombstones again or Jeremy. I don't know. Jeremy was talking about something about bringing tombstones out again for him. I can't. Uh, I can't wait to be on this car. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and so he'll probably. I, I don't know if it's going to make a call, uh, comeback at Gateway, but I think the tombstones might be uh, uh, reappearing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you just just stay tuned. And you'll see it. I'm sure. Uh, but what, I think that that was so. That was kind of the <laughs> his coming out party. That at least the way I remember it, when he was yeah, still was. pretty, he was still a pretty quiet guy, and then he came out with with the with the grave digger, and the the team I was on at the time, and, and the people I were talking to, they they didn't necessarily like it a bunch. When I saw the video and I saw the paint scheme, I was like, "This is legit. I like this shit. This is what I live cool. for." It was cool. It was very cool. <laughs> All right, so I guess that needs to uh, move us on over into our next segment. Um, what are we on to? What's what are we at? I'm not sure. I'm I'm lost. We gotta we gotta make picks and get the hell out of here. All right, I jumped the gun just a little bit there. Uh, we need to actually go ahead and cover our finishing results. Uh, thank you for reminding me, Cody. There we Cup go. series, <laughs> Cup series, uh, finishing results. We're gonna, I'm gonna do this quickly so we can get through, and we'll go over uh, points real fast as well. Curtis Preston was our P1. Uh, Frankie Barrasso was our P2. James Silver's was our P3. Jason Bridges P4. Alex Penn P5. Peyton Hubbard was P6. Mikey Neal was P7. John Schwartz, who was my pick, uh, he uh, ended up having a little incident. He took tires. Try to tell him not to. He wouldn't listen. He took tires. Uh, sorry, John. Uh, I had to call you out on that one because you kind of threw it away, I feel like, but it's all good. Uh, Alex Healy, obviously, was P9. Brandon Holder was P10. GT11. Farmer was 12. And then, obviously, uh, another honorable mention for Tony Iverson in P13. Kendra was 14, and Matt Grinier was 15. Um, let's go look at the points real quick. 
Uh, right now, Curtis Preston leads all drivers with a 23-point lead over GT Hawkins. Brandon Holder is in third. Schwartz is in fourth. Huffman is in fifth. Farmer uh, currently sitting in sixth. Uh, Hackney, seventh. Uh, Mills, Nick Mills, eighth. Matt Grinder, ninth. John Kinder is in tenth. Peyton Hubbard, eleventh. James Silvers is in twelfth. Chris Tritzel, thirteenth. Uh, Jonathan Atkins in fourteenth. Travis Twitty in fifteenth. Travis is having a good cup season. He is. Clemens is uh, Josh Clemens is in 16th, Mikey Neal in 17th, Rocky Boyd uh, with that win in P18. Uh, Roger Pierce is in 19th, Brandon Robertson in 19th. Also tied with Roger, Jason Bridges moved up eight positions to 21, Brian Terry is 22, Alex Healy 23, Mo Abbott 24, Tony Iverson also 24, Dustin Ronstadl 26, Frankie is in 27th, Scott Fritz 28th. Ryan Patty is in 29th. Mike Peters uh, locked in with the win and 30th at the moment. He needs to make sure he gets above that 30th spot. Bill Hells, 31. David Brackett, 32. Justin Winters, 33. Broly Kinsley, 34. Josh Lockwood, 35. Charles Blake, 36. Ron Morris, 37. White Brackett, 38. Bryce Hunter, 39. And I think that's all of the guys that run still. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's get into what, what was our next segment. Uh, picks. So we're we gonna we gonna pick them. Worldwide right. Tech. Worldwide Tech Gateway Truck Series. Cody, you're our guest. Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna stay in with Alex's team. I think Bobby's gonna come through and get himself his first win of the season. Bobby, let's see who. Bobby Hall. I'm going to go out on, uh, I think, damn, I don't know. I was going to say Gary Jaworski because he almost won it last season with a fuel strategy. Gary almost, I was going to say Gary. You know what? I am going to pick Gary. I'm gonna have faith in him. If he doesn't wreck and step in on step on his own dick, he's gonna win. Isn't, it, isn't this where the big uh, his his big deal with Dan went down last season? Is no, this that the track? was uh, New Hampshire. That's you're right. You're right. Yeah, well, this is the one where he almost won. He ran out of fuel coming out of four. Remember? Gotcha. Yeah, I think if Gary don't step on his own dick, uh, Pecker, whatever, uh, he'll pull out. He'll have a fuel strategy or some some crap. He he's gotten better. Word. Well, um, I was worried that Cody was gonna take my pick and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick inside a team flex. It's not me, it's Wes Wigand. He that was that was my other yep. That yep. was my other one the, I was gonna say. My, my man has been so consistent. He's been, kept a cool head all season. I know that he is very talented and he's real good on tracks like this. And I think that Wes is going to get it done. That's a good pick. All right. Uh, that puts us over Xfinity. What are, where are we, what are we uh, thinking? Go ahead, Alex. You'll, you'll let you go this time. I'll go last. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I got her pulled up. Let's see. I know you're not too familiar with everybody in here, but you kind of yeah, have the I, gist of who's who's who. Oh, I know what's what and, and all that good stuff. I'm... I'm not going to pick Michael, which means he'll probably win this race again. Probably. Because he only wins when I don't pick him. 
and he's probably never listened to this podcast, so he doesn't know the man crush I have on him. And I've never <laughs> talked, I've never even spoken to this dude. Um, but I'm going to roll with Blake Hensley. I picked Blake last week. Um, so hopefully he doesn't let you down like he did me. And I'm just kidding, Blake. <laughs> um, let's see who we got. Yeah, I think it, it's probably Kyle Mays' turn to get a win. I think it's, I think he's. That's, that's solid. That's solid. Yeah, he was uh, inquiring about some stuff the other day. So I think Kyle's going to be ready for everybody this coming week. And he's probably. Yeah, he's due. I think he's he's due. All right. That moves us on over to the Cup Series. I'm going first this time. And I think I'm going to take Keith Hackney. You bitch. He's going to, redeem, <laughs> he's going to come out and redeem himself. The old redeem team, huh? Yeah. <laughs> He's got, he's got, uh, what he, he's, yeah, I, I believe what he says when he's, when he says he's coming to put the pain out uh, and, and bring the hurt, I believe him. All right. You, you, you or me, Cody. I think, <laughs> oh, uh, go ahead and go. Oh, okay. I think okay. it's Alex's turn because you went, yeah, you, it's Alex's turn this time. You got to go last this time. Fair enough. Um, Damn, I've got I've got two guys that I want to pick. I'm gonna so I'm gonna pick this person, and before I say it, Jason's gonna know who I'm picking by what I'm about to say. But this person, despite what you've been told, I've not talked any shit about you ever. Oh, yep, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. Don't. If if you don't hear it from my mouth, don't listen to it. John Kender's getting the dub. Solid pick, solid pick. All right, Cody. Um, I'm gonna go out on a little limb. I I think Mo Abbott's gonna put on a good showing. Oh, probably should have picked I, Mo and Xfinity. Who did I pick in Xfinity again? <laughs> Kyle Mays. I bet. I was, I think Kyle's a good pick. Moe's a good pick, though. Moe's a good pick. I think he's going to lift himself up in the standings and go out to Gateway and get himself a win. Uh, well, hopefully it does work out for him. Um, that's uh, We need to cover one more thing for Healy. Uh, go yep. ahead about your fantasy league. Fantasy League, uh, Bluegrass. I've got a couple of my outside buddies that watch all of our races there in the league as well. Um, if you guys have never done this before, um, I only did it for the first time last season, had a lot of fun with it. Um, basically, every race, you get to pick five drivers. And then in addition to that, there are four matchups that NASCAR.com generates, and you pick between them. Um, you get points based on their finishing position. I think it's from zero to 40, so from last place to first place. And then stage points, you get one point per—you get their stage points. 
Um, and then you get 10 points per matchup that you pick correctly. Um, in the regular season, you get to pick. So you can't just pick the same drivers every week. Um, every driver you can use, I think, up to 20 times. Um, give or take, that number might be different, but you get to use them a certain amount of times throughout the season. Uh, and then when the playoffs comes around, that resets, and then I think you can use each guy five times. Um, but I, I know a lot of guys in here watch football, probably play fantasy football. I saw Travis uh, Travis Twitty's ring from his fantasy championship, all that good stuff. Um, it is a $10 entry. And all all entry, it's winner takes all. Um, I'll pay you out at the end of the season. Um, I've got a channel in our Discord. It's at the very bottom under other. Um, I've got all my payment information in there. Um, send me payment. I'll add you to the list. There's no cap on entries. I know there's just ten on there right now, but um, th there's no cap. I could have we could have 700 people in there for all I care, and more money for the winner. So uh, just adds another dimension to when you're watching a NASCAR race and your guy inevitably gets wrecked out. You got something else to root for. So it, it's a lot of fun. Another little bit of bragging rights. So come out, have some fun. Ten bucks, maybe you'll take home. You know, a hundred, five hundred, seven hundred, however many people we get signed up. All right. You did such a good job uh, last week uh, closing us out with the sponsors. Why don't you go ahead and do that for us one more time? I'll do my best. Sponsors, uh, Kinder Performance Group, John Kinder, like I said. I ain't got no beef, homie. Um, Huffman Designs, like I said. I ain't got no beef, homie. <laughs> Scott Fritz Designs, like I said. I ain't got no beef, homie. <laughs> a kicker. I don't know anyone there, but I also don't have beef with you guys. Uh, Red Rocket Buildings of Barbecue, Elevated Outdoors, and WJM Motorsports. We got the man right here. He'll tell you all about it. If he moves his beard, you can see the logo. And if you can't see that, well, just damn look behind him. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. I'm Alex. That's Jason. That's Cody. See you next time. <laughs>